Yo, how's everybody doing today? Good. How about you? Good. Good. So you guys are a bunch of like league experts. Something like that. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Um, Can we? And we're talking a, a little bit today about like league positivity and toxicity. Is that yep. right? Yep. yep. Sounds do you guys right. do you guys want to talk about something else? Hey, it's your show or uh, your uh, your stream. Yeah, but I I never figure out what we talk about. It's usually the guests who determine. I know it's kind of weird, uh, right? Uh, so the first thing I'll ask well, people I is see. like, "What do you want to talk about today?" I see. So you gave us a topic, but then we don't actually have to talk about the topic. Not if y'all don't want to. I mean, I think that's why <laughs> we assembled this particular group of people, but. Ultimately, if you guys, so y'all are the experts, right? So you guys know what our community needs and what you guys need. And if y'all want to talk about something else, that's cool. Mm. I mean, if something comes up. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. I can get behind that. Can we start with introductions? Should I go first? I'll go first. Don't be shy, guys. (laughs) Uh, So I'm Olo Kenoja. Uh, also known as Dr. K. I've played League of Legends a handful of times. Um, I don't even remember which champion I played, but it's one that can root things and is a support. And uh, it's a fun game. Maybe I'll play a little bit more. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I'll go. Uh, my name is Danny. Danny Lee or Shifter. Uh, in League, we play pro. Um, yeah, not just stream kind of comfortably now. Cool. Um, my name's Jordat or Boy Boy. Like Danny, I used to play Pro Two. We used to play against each other, with each other, and yeah, I just been streaming for a while now too, mainly League. Um, my name is uh, Chris or Searches. Um, I just play League for fun, just stream. Um, never played professionally, but uh, I do get pretty up there in the Elo with just playing one champion. So. Which champion oh, do you play? Kurt. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kurt. No, Kurt. you're good. You're good. Uh, uh, I play a uh, Singe. I don't hey, know. You bust out the NASA sometimes too. Yeah, Did we lost game. today, boy, boy. I don't know if you. I was. In your I team, know. No, I realized. Bad. No, it wasn't your fault. I someone else threw me. It's it's all good. It was, it was Hacker Room, but yeah, 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 I don't want to yeah, mention yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, dude. Okay, sorry. My name is Kareem uh, Sanchovies. I never played pro, but I've been streaming League for about two years now. Cool. And I play top. Awesome. Dude, you know what this sounded like? What? Y- you know, like, uh, when you go to, like, those sharing circles, when they talk about, like, addiction, and they give... Like the alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, my name is Danny yeah, Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 27, and I <laughs> play League of Legends. <laughs> uh, Dr. K, save us. <laughs> You're damn right. You guys see how you fell right into that trap? I was like, we can talk about whatever you want to, and it's like a share circle at the beginning of an AA meeting. Uh, My name is, you said it's it's Chris or Searches? Yeah, so Searches is actually uh, my name backwards. So Chris E with a Z. But uh, that's all people call me, so I just stuck with it, Searches. Yeah, so so Searches is like, I'm I'm a singe spammer pretty <laughs> much yeah <laughs> only champion i know to play yeah so you guys um so let me just kind of dive right in and, and danny that was hilarious man so you guys mentioned <laughs> earlier that that you know 
Search has kind of apologized for losing a game, right? Mm. And then and then Boy yep. Boy was like, no, man, it's not your fault. It's that other fucking noob's fault. <laughs> right? So we get to we get to the beginning of League, which is like, what's it like when you blame a teammate? Like, why does that happen? Like what what do y'all think about that? Whew. I think it's pretty natural reaction for people to look for other reasons outside of themselves, um, whether it's true or not to like, you know, put a lot of the responsibility or a lot of times it turns out the blame and it happens a lot in league, right? Like, um, you know, someone might have a, someone might be playing well all game. They might not even make a mistake, but someone might just, something might go wrong and they might think it's their fault. And then they'll just start like typing, flaming them they'll get mad and just like go off on them and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, there's so many different situations and and contexts where that kind of happens, but I think it's, it's like super meta, um, at least in the league community to just kind of look for reasons to like tear other people, especially on your team down um, or like find someone to like, you know, be a scapegoat or, or or blame for whatever happens. And I feel like that's kind of like been, been been around since like you know i mean it's just like a gaming thing but it's definitely gotten worse over time in, in the league community i think as well what do y'all think about that um uh, sorry i'm oh, glad no 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 go ahead okay uh i think personally shifting blame is like one of the easier ways to like i don't know it, it's just something that a lot of people do um, and I notice it a lot. And I think unless you're at the highest of the highest levels of play, nobody ever plays perfectly. And it is like, from my experience, one of the like the worst things that you can do to stop yourself from improving. Um, because I think like instead of looking at what others did wrong, you should look at what you did wrong in that cer- certain situation. But it's very hard to do in like the in the moment because like something just went wrong the game is potentially lost you you have 20 minutes of pain ahead of you uh playing a game that probably just got lost and like despite that you still have to look at what you did wrong and so i think that's just like difficult to do in that environment especially when everybody else is already sort of tilted what makes it hard to do um well your ego gets in the way and that that's something that you have to really like be real with yourself about especially in league you'll find that it's much easier to blame others for a play than to blame yourself you guys um, think that's so... specific to league no no i, I think real life other games it's the same in my opinion yeah so why do we do that so it's like kind of like there's something actually really cool about this is that you guys are talking about something and i can't tell that you guys are talking about me there's ego involved you look for other reasons besides yourself for the failures that you face Right, which is like this is crazy. I never connected these dots until now, but I wonder if people can transform their lives by understanding themselves in league. Because if you guys are saying it applies outside a league, like interesting, right? So I've known plenty of people who 
are happy to blame their parents, their siblings, their teachers, anyone but yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. So when yeah, Curry, like, a... oh, sorry, go for it, Dan. I was gonna say, like, it it kind of seems like a lot of people. I kind of want to say, like, they lack like perspective. I guess, mm -hmm. like, when people get stuck in like a bubble, they they think about this one way, or they tunnel it, and they forget to think about it in different ways, or, um, yeah, they just like they're just so tunneled on it, and they they these same guys who just like wake up and get mad every day. You know, they probably kind of fall into the same routine. You know, they don't really try to actively switch it up. So I feel like it's hard to change, right? You just it's really easy to fall into you know doing the same thing every day. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so how, how does one, so you guys used a couple of terms, which I think it's important to kind of explore. One is ego, and the other is losing perspective. So what would you guys say, like, what is, when Kareem says ego, what do y'all think he means? Ego, you just don't want to be seen as, like, weak or worse than other people. You don't want to be seen as weak or worse than other people. Do you guys? Yeah. When, so, when, so, the problem I encounter a lot in League is that people will automatically, like, they, they really don't like to get blamed on, I guess. Like, um, geez, how do I word this? Um, yeah, can, can you give back me on this? Sure. Point, but I just Let, let's, so can right. anybody help Danny out? Wait, what? What you you said they don't like to get blamed on? Yeah, like they 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 hate being the victim. They hate feeling like weak or like bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it. I feel like I it's kind of like hmm. I I guess one just immediate way to put it is like it's like you have like two junglers and like they're fighting over like this finite resource, which is like scuttle crabs, and like usually two spawn one on each side of the map and like you know one jungler can like go for one the other can go for another or like they can contest the same one and a lot of times especially since it was introduced like you'll have a lot of junglers like like mental boom because they want to go for one and then like whatever the situation is like whether they don't have priority in lanes they can't get help from their team or they have worse like early game champions on their team like they'll just over they'll over force it or if they don't get it or whatever they'll just be like all right we lost like the game's over when it's literally like you know it's worth like 100 gold like a bit of exp like it's not it doesn't really matter that much in the grand scheme of like a whole league of legends game but i've had people like literally leave my like the game at like three minutes in so many times because they like didn't get scuttle crap or whatever or they like they felt like someone like screwed them over and it's just kind of like that's like a microcosm of like what happens all the time in league, which is like, yeah, if, if like, if like you feel like you're the thing that you cared about the most or like your personal strength or like your ability to carry or like be the hero or like, you know, whatever objective that, that you had in mind, or, you know, if that, if that, if that gets derailed because of someone's else or because, because you think it is, or you just want to blame someone else, it kind of just like breeds like kind of like a negative, like outburst and like some toxic, behavior and stuff like that and i mean i've seen it a lot over the years and in, in like different forms and stuff like that um but yeah I, people definitely don't want to like you know feel like 
they can't like be like the like they, they want it to be like a single player game where like there it's like their story and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And if anything happens and they can find a reason that like it wasn't that that stopped them from doing that in the way they wanted, like they'll just they'll just like you know go off on people and I don't know. It, obviously, it's a, it, it's a little different in each situation, but I, I feel like I I see that quite often. What did you guys hear from Boy Boy's story? What do you think are the important points from his example? Um, I think people just don't like to admit <clears throat> their mistakes. So they'll, like he was, I think he was mentioning like how people like to force things and, um, you know, it's not, um, what do you call it? It's not favorable for, to like follow up with whatever the person's trying to do because you can end up losing more. Like um, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm top lane and my jungler wants to gank a like tower dive and if I commit to it, I know I'm going to die also. So is it, it's better to just let him die than have me die. And at that, at that point, the jungler gets really mad saying, oh, how come you didn't commit with me? Uh, you suck. And then he starts blaming me for losing the game. And then it's the whole game. He just types things like, oh, you suck. This guy, top gap, everything. And it's just top what? I don't know what to do. Oh, they say like top gap, like there's a top <laughs> difference. Like the other mm-hmm. player is better than you. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. So... I got something kind of bizarre to say. What if I told you guys, so like you guys are talking about basically like this principle in League where something relatively minor goes wrong, right? Like let's say he dives the top tower and he dies and you don't die with him. And what he wanted more than anything else is you to die with him. Because now that you haven't died with him, we're going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. Which is a fucked up logic for it's in its own way. But, and then Avoy Boy was kind of talking about Scuttle, which is like, you know, you lose your Scuttle and you really wanted that Scuttle. Like that was supposed to be your Scuttle. And it's not your scuttle now. And then you like kind of throw in the towel, right? What if I told you guys that that's not restricted to leak? What if I were to say that I think half the problem with the people who feel stuck in life and join our community is because they throw in the towel because something didn't go their way? Yeah, sounds about right. Makes sense. I agree. Right. So like, what do we do about that? Like, this is actually really bizarre because I think what you guys... Y'all are using league terminology, but what I'm hearing you guys talk about is the people that I work with. Right? They had something. So, like, let's try to understand what is it that makes, like, why do people do this? Like, how does that work in their mind where I wanted the scuttle and I didn't get it? So, fuck everyone. And most of all, fuck me. I'm going to int in real life. So that's what we do, right? We int in real life too. We self-sabotage. Ah, I got a B on a test. Fuck it. I'm never going to class again. They literally throw. They throw. They take their GPA and they toss it out the window. Which is really kind of bizarre, but the really thing that I didn't really think that we were going to get here. But I think bizarrely, you guys may have an answer to transform the lives of thousands of people. If you guys can figure out why do people do this in league? Hmm. I think people have a certain like idea and a certain mindset before even getting into a game of league when they decide to queue up. For example, if you're going to play a really aggressive champion, you have a way of thinking how the lane is going to play out or how the matchup is going to play out. And sometimes it just doesn't go your way. 
And then depending on your mental, you can either like improve on it, see what happened wrong, avoid it in the future, and then in the moment adapt to the situation and see how you can play from behind. Or do what I think is the easy way out and just self-sabotage, fuck everything, I'm just going to end. So Kareem said, these are your three options. What would you guys say to that? Damn, options suck. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Um, Rick, I mean, I think it's just like, I want to get back to the thing called perspective. Like, yep. I think maybe it's like, most people get mad. Like, it's, it's all they know. You know they, they haven't, like, experienced much else. But, like, to them, like, league is everything. Right, mm-hmm. but they lose this game like they're losing everything. But like, you know, some things aren't. Like, how much value are you going to put on losing a League of Legends game? Just one League of Legends game, unless you're like, you know, a pro player where everything is on the line. Like, how how much is this one loss really worth? You know, like maybe take a step outside, like live life a little bit, and like there's there's more things to life than you know that one League of Legends game that went wrong. So I think. Yeah. So. Danny, I feel like theoretically that's true, but that's not how people treat it, right? So we can say whatever we want to. We can say, oh, like, depression is bad. It shouldn't be there. And But it's true. And kind of going back to Kareem's, like, okay, either you learn from it, you rage. Like, those are the two options. Kareem's right. So I think our question, so you guys have done a fantastic job of laying out, okay, so people lack perspective. People can learn from it or they can rage. The question is why? Why do they do, like if I, it's like, let me give you guys a choice. Column A is learn from your mistakes. Column B is let your mistakes determine the rest of your life. And so it's a no-brainer. Like, no, no, I'm going to pick column A. I, I I want to learn from my mistakes. But it's not actually what people do. People fucking pick column B all the time. <laughs> so why on earth do they do that? It's like, it's just a scuttle, man. Like, why are you getting bent out of shape? Because once you start inting, then you're actually going to lose. So it's why a self-fulfilling do... prophecy. You're damn right it is. So why do people choose the clearly crappier option? Because it's um... easier. Sorry. Oh yes, uh, I think it's yeah, it's easier and also I think it's they also want to bring other people down to their level, because like for example, with uh, what Shifter said, he said um, when uh, you know this, they they think it's just a league game, so they're gonna leave. How's it gonna affect them? But when they leave, it also affects their teammates because the other like their teammates they want to win. It's not just him getting affected. So him leaving also affects the teammates, and he probably just wants to bring everyone else down with him or her. Yep. And you guys said it was it's easier. What's easier about it? I think it's just like how they release their anger. Right? Like it's not like someone like like a ball, like a punching bag. Like they release anger. Like they, they see something and like then like maybe like feels good to like let it out a little bit. I don't know. So let me ask you guys a question. How does it feel to int? It feels good in the moment. I can Damn say right from it experience, <laughs> it feels good in the moment. <laughs> you bastard! You, you, you can't help but feel bad about it. 
I mean, I know some people are so far deep into this downward spiral that they don't feel bad about it. And they've kind of become known for doing or this kind of behavior, but yeah, it definitely feels good in the moment, but there are for sure healthier things to do for yourself for the game in the long run. Yeah, so I'm not so interested in those, right? Because there, mm -hmm. there are healthier things for everyone in our community to do. Right. And they don't want to. Yeah. I know what it feels like to be on the receiving end of it. How does it's... that feel? Um, honestly, like, I've, I, myself and, like, a lot of people, a lot of these guys, like, we, we know how it feels to, like, be into it, whether it's, like, targeted because we're streaming or because people, like, don't like us for whatever reason. Um, or, like, you know, people have, <laughs> people have, like, put, like, bounties on my head in solo queue and, like, paid off, like, booster and stuff just to, like, just, like, run it down on my game and, like, clip the reaction and then be like, haha, look how, like, sad he is, this kind of stuff. It's like when I'm streaming and stuff, like obviously try not to show like how how like annoyed or like upsetting it is. But like really like when I when I like have like a stream and I just like into like three three games or something like that and I'm and I like barely get to play, it's just it really sucks, man. Like it actually is like really over time, like over years and like stuff like that, it, it is pretty depressing. Um just to like not really get to do the thing you love and then like like at the way you want to and just have like your experience ruined and like it's just a game right like to a lot of people it's just like oh like these like you know streamers they're just like playing games like why are they like stressed out but like to me like league is like you know it's been my life for like you know 10 years and then just to like have that happen and just like you know have riot do nothing about it so for so long and then just have people like kind of normalize that kind of stuff and you know belittle like when it happens or like justify it or whatever like that kind of i, I don't know it, it's it definitely sucks. Um, yeah, it definitely sucks a lot. Um, so I don't know. I, I've tried always just like obviously losing a game by itself feels really shitty for anyone, right? But then just to like, you know, put yourself out there and like try your best in a game and just have like someone, whether because a play went wrong or they're like, you know, just trying to like, you know, get back at someone or, or whatever their reasoning, it doesn't really matter. Just to like single-handedly decide, like, all right, like your experience is ruined, and you're not, you're not gonna get to like play the game that you like, and we're gonna just like make this, make make this one game or this moment or maybe multiple games like feel really shitty uh, for you, and then you have to like you know be on stream and like you know just do your best to be like, well, guys, sorry, this guy's like running it down. Um, you know, hopefully next game will be better. Uh, how's everyone's day going? Like, it's just like what 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 do you what do you do at that point? Like. There's not there's not that many options, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely not a good feeling, I guess. It's Search as I saw you nodding. Oh, <clears throat> I I relate to like I I'm known for just always being positive and never getting mad at anything, but yeah, I mean, a couple of times people do int, and um, same same attitude. I have to pretend that it doesn't affect me, and I just try to, you know, tell my community like, hey guys, well, that sucks. It's just, you know, it happens. Gotta move on, next game. How does it feel though? So I mean, it, pretend... it, it kills the mood. It kills the mood and you kind of just don't want to play anymore. But I, I do enjoy the game. It's just getting losses like that. Like I don't mind losing, yeah, losing sucks. But 
you know, losing because of a player that's purposely trying to lose the game for you makes the, the loss much worse and you just kind of kills the mood to play another game. What makes it so much worse? Uh, I don't think that it just makes you feel, um, I can't really describe the feeling, but it's just you're a hostage. Like you, it yeah. feels like you're being held hostage Carly. for 20, 30 minutes. Can you say more about that, uh, Danny or Kareem? Um, yeah, because uh, I mean, usually most of like the bad stuff happens, all the negative stuff will happen in like, the first maybe five minutes or so. Um, but a game will always drag on to like minimum 15 minutes is when you can, or at least you can surrender now. But easily games will just go to, like 20 minutes and you're just trapped there for like 15, 20 minutes dealing with it because you can't just leave. It's mm-hmm. not like a game like, like Fortnite or whatever, like whatever. If you don't like your teammate, you just exit out. There's no repercussions really. Like in a league, you're, you're stuck with them. And it's a team game. You know, you, you need to work with your teammates to progress. And if they don't want to work together with you, then, you know, a puck. So that's what I'm looking for, right? Like, so Danny says, so all of you guys are saying something at the tail end. You'll talk about something, and at the end, there's some emotion, like, the fuck? What is that? Right? Because that's the closest to the authentic what you feel like. What is that? Taking the nuts. Feels like taking the nuts. Right? So this is something that men do. When I ask you guys about feelings, you describe physical sensation. That's the way that we represent emotions. Because you can't come up with a word. They're words to describe how we feel. We call those words emotions. (laughs) Sag. (laughs) Right? So this is actually really fascinating because as a community, we've come up for our own vocabulary because we don't know how to use the vocabulary of normal humans. <laughs> right? That's why we're like, what is Sag? It's kind of like Sad. But it's like yeah, something. I just, I just learned about Sag. Right? It's kind of, it's like really awesome. It's like cool to see us develop our own like language to describe our internal sensations. And everyone understands what Pepe Hands means. We all know that feeling. Right? Like. Mm-hmm. So what is the feeling? What? How do you guys feel when someone shows up on your stream? First of all, how does it feel to have someone putting a bounty on your head? Like shit. There it is. So Boy Boy keeps on saying like shit. What does that mean? There are all kinds of things. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, mean, weird, I, mean right? I get, I get really mad, but yep. um, for like. Like me or all of us, I guess, like we're in like pretty positive streamers. Um, like it's like when someone comes up to you, like in real life, like they like speaking, like speaking in the face, like what's your natural response? Like maybe freaking you want to fight them, right? Or like, <laughs> like push them away. But like for us, like we generally try to uphold like, you know, some sort of like positive environment community. So it's like it's very draining for us to like hold it and hold it in because you don't want to. Step down to their, low, their, their level. We, we want to be better than that. Yeah, so I, I'm hearing a lot of stuff. So, boy, boy, I'm going to ask you. And I, I don't mean to pick on you, by the way. So I think that the reason oh, that you say fine. 
like shit is because I think there's a lot of stuff encompassed under that umbrella. So Danny talks about it being draining. Like, you know that feeling, right? Where like you, you have all these like feelings that come up and you're like, if I was a, no a noob, I could just let loose. But yeah. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so there are parts of myself, I think part of the reason that we don't know how to describe our feelings is because we actually take those things and we shove them off into a closet and close the door because you guys are positive streamers. And if you show, if they see that it works, mm -hmm. that's just going to increase it. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. I mean, it's something that I've struggled a lot with over the years. Like, I'm, I... I did like a like a 10 minute video where I was just like talking to the camera like a few months back and I was just like talking about how horrible like solo queue is and how Riot's not doing anything and how like you know like target inting and like people just running it down like it was one part of it but it was just something that I, I just eventually just like need to get off my chest and just like hope hoping like Riot would do something or the community would like stop enabling um this kind of stuff because like I don't I don't know man like it's pretty hard like I've been I've been playing in like streaming league for like nine years and I guess what just feels kind of bad sometimes is like I guess like I don't know like I feel like I've always tried so hard to like set a good example and like be like a good member of like the scene and the community and stuff and like never like never like ran down on people never just like went off on people for no reason like always like tried to like show like you know like the best qualities you can like in game and like out of it for like the players and just hope that you know other people could could pick up on that and like and like run with it too and then just to have like you know so many like i just i just like i just like i just like take a shower i just like wake up eat some food come on stream and then just to like not be able to play the game like to have like a four hour stream like have like four games in a row where people are just like insulting me and like running it down and like this kind of stuff and just knowing like riot's not going to do anything and like having to like people people in chat being like boy like what's why are you so sad like it's just a game like you know just you know don't worry about these people like they're just it's just like yeah but they're like literally controlling like my like actual life like when you're playing a game when you're streaming and stuff you know that's that's what you're doing that's like what that's something that's like who i am basically so i mean yeah it's definitely something that's like weighed down on me for like years now and definitely got it like it's been really like the worst um like this year but yeah I, I don't really know like what to do about it and like yeah it does I feel like showing like that it affects you or like even like when it's happening being like you know like not just like laughing it off like I, I don't really know what to do besides just trying to laugh it off even though sometimes it's like pretty hard um you know whenever it's happening and yeah I don't know like I just I just feel like it's it's not really fair, I guess, and that's when I say like it feels like shit. It's just you know it, it's just encapsulating that those kind of things over the years, I suppose. Um, but yeah, can I say something? Go for it. Uh, I think I'm a bit of an outlier in the way that I handle some situations compared to some of these guys. I mean. I'm not, I don't claim to be like this beacon of positivity. I mean, like I know what it's like to be watched and to have something happen to you that you couldn't do yourself because you are a streamer. And I think that 
Well, I just want to say like the way that you guys handle those situations takes so much mental strength. It is ridiculous. Like you, you can never understand unless you are put yourself into this situation. And like, I really commend that. And I have so much respect for guys like Voy Boy, Shifter Search has like for having the mental strength to not do what others do and to not like, um, have this sort of eye for an eye mentality and that's something that i'm working on myself uh yeah i just want to say like because that video i think was the beginning of something that was like a lot bigger and although like it hasn't really gotten to that point yet where we can say that there has been some like obvious changes in the way that people think i think it is for sure like happening so like i just wanted to say like how much respect i have for for you guys and like to keep going and not to give up i guess yeah thanks man no problem <laughs> <laughs> what's it like to hear that from kareem it's nice because uh i mean sometimes it feels like we're fighting like a hopeless war is it like there's a reason why you know positive reinforcing streamers kind of died out over the years we've lost a lot of viewers like that um so it's definitely nice to know that you know we're at least showing impact or we'll see our efforts why do positive yeah. streamers yeah go ahead Sir Chess. Oh, it's, it's uh it's it's definitely uh uplifting and encouraging to keep <clears throat> doing what we're doing. Um, it, you know, it's hard to see if we're making a difference or not, but you know, it, it's it really good to hear feedback from other people, you know, just encourage us to keep going and um, yeah. Definitely. I know this sounds kind of weird, but um, so Kareem said something that was very warm and supportive. Did anybody find themselves having sort of like a negative reaction to, towards what he said? No, not at all. Nah. It's Did something you... that, sorry. No, nope. you go, go for it. <laughs> I was just going to say like, um, I guess, yeah, what Kareem said, like, the encouragement, like, you know, showing respect, like, I, I guess, like, there are definitely a lot of people that that do vocalize in that way and, like, you know, do kind of encourage what we've what we've always tried to been been doing. But I feel like it's the almost feels like the vocal majority in the community kind of drowns it out sometimes. So it's like a little easy to not hear those things or not see them or, or kind of like forget about it when you're when you're kind of faced with like some of the more toxic sides. So it definitely feels, you know, good every time, you know, someone, someone's like, Hey, like, you know, keep, keep up, keep up, you know, what, what you've been doing and just trying to set a good example and that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it definitely feels good. Can I think for a second? Yep. Go yeah. for it. You guys have anything else you want to say? I, I don't mean to. I feel like I'm sniffing something. 
I'm just, I need to package my thoughts. But if you guys have more to add, I'd love to hear. So, Kareem, you say that you're not like these other guys. Right. <laughs> How does it feel to int? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny question. Um, in the moment, again, it, it does feel good, but you know you're not doing the right thing. And it feels shitty because like, you have people in the chat calling you out for it. And then you have this inner conflict of like, but everybody else does it. Why is it bad when I do it? And then it's again, you have these voices and it's like, okay, but I'm supposed to be held to a higher standard because I'm a streamer. So it's just, a, there's, a, there's a lot. It's, it's like you have to balance out a lot of things when you're streaming League of Legends. And there are a lot of many different things that can get to you. Kareem, does it feel fair to int? It does feel fair, yes. Damn right it does. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? It's a weird question to ask. Does it feel fair? Mm -hmm. What do y'all think about that? Hmm. I think it feels fair, but it isn't. Sure. Yeah. Why does it feel fair? Because like what we're what, what I'm hearing from from these other guys, these positive guys, mm -hmm. is that it's not fair. It feels hopeless. It's so exhausting. Right. Tiring. But inting is like the opposite of all of those things. Yeah. It feels fair. It's invigorating. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. That's how, like, how can people do, like, like, Boy Boy streams for four hours and he's wiped at the end of it. These fuckers mm -hmm. int for 12 hours straight and they're still going. <laughs> right. It's weird, right? How do y'all understand that? It's like a very personal thing where it's just like you feel like you're giving back what's being dished out to you. Damn right. Yeah. And what was dished out to you, Kareem? Uh, that same thing. What? I've been being into. Being yeah. So, so like in those moments when you int, what are you giving back to them? Well, I think the problem is you're not necessarily giving back to the same people. When you... <laughs> Like, when you had a rough game previously, and you go into the next one with an inting mindset, <laughs> it's not fair, but it feels fair. I know, but what and are then, you giving back? Right. And who are you giving it back to? I agree, you're giving something back. Yeah, maybe right. to the wrong person. Right, or you're giving back shit. Dude. Yeah. You're giving back a horrible experience, yeah, for sure. To who? To yourself and to others. No, I'd, I'd toss that. I'm going to toss out a word. You're giving it right. back to the universe. Yeah. Because okay. the universe fucking gave it to you. Right. Right? Last, last game, the universe, or Riot, or call it whatever you want to, life, gave you these shitties. These Smurfs on the other team, and this Top Gap noob on your team. Right. This AFK jungler. And so you're gonna, you're gonna punch back. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like it makes sense? Sounds about right, yeah. And so, I'm going to just start talking. Is that okay? 
Yep. You guys let me know if I'm like on the right track or the wrong track. Feel free to jump in if you guys have thoughts or questions. First of all, thank you guys so much for sharing all this. I think it's actually really fascinating. Um, Because what I'm actually hearing is not something, I'm not really hearing you guys talk about League. I'm hearing you guys talk about life, which is bizarre. But I'm going to start with this idea of like not fair. So here you are trying to live a good life, and then they're all the shitties. And the shitties, I don't know why, we're not quite sure. But maybe we'll figure it out by the end. For some reason, they do things to you that are, like, hard and painful. And Danny used the phrase fucking depressing, hopeless war. Because <laughs> <laughs> right? that's what it feels like to try to be, like, positive in a game. And sometimes that's also what it feels like to be positive in your own life. Is that you're fighting this like hopeless war against, I'm not quite sure what, but I think it comes back to the scuttle. It comes back to this idea that like you woke up today and you got into a game and you had this idea about what was supposed to happen. And somebody took that away from you. Who took it away from you? Anyone but yourself. It was not enough lane pressure, as you guys put it. Or, you know, like the other team, like having a... Like someone took something away from you. And then you get angry. And you feel hurt because you had this idea of what you wanted. But it's not what they gave you. Poor boy boy wakes up every day and he's like, I love League of Legends. I used to be pro. I like to stream. I just want to play this fucking game. Because I love the game. And it's cool. Like, I'm okay losing. I'm okay winning. I just want to play. That's all I want to do. If I get crushed, I get crushed. No big deal. I just want to play the game. But instead, so he has this idea, right? Like, he has this expectation. That's the word you guys haven't used yet, but that's the word I'm going to toss out as the root of all this. He had this expectation. It's like, I'm going to queue, and I'm going to get to play League of Legends. Not an unreasonable expectation. And then someone, someone somewhere out there puts a bounty on his head. And then he doesn't get to play that game. And I know it's like, like kind of apples and oranges, and I don't mean to suggest that Boy Boy's like the guy who, you know, rages when he loses the scuttle in the first five minutes. But there is actually an interesting parallel, because like, it's about an expectation that gets dashed. Right. And I, I think that one is a more far more reasonable expectation, but at the end of it, I still see an expectation that he just doesn't get to play the game and it's not fair. Now, the interesting thing is like when we look at Boy Boy, we can say, yeah, dude, that's actually you're right. It's not fair. But the interesting thing is how does the scuttle player feel when he loses the scuttle? It's not fair. And so if it's not fair to me, it sure as hell isn't going to be fair to you. If I'm diving the top tower, your ass is coming with me. If I'm going to throw, you're going to throw too, because I ain't throwing alone. And we get to this like idea of, I, I don't know exactly how this turns into like sabotaging, but it also is like taking the world with you. And, and now I'm kind of like at a little bit of a loss, but I feel like there's something really important about, you know, making it fair. 
and and sort of this sense that, that Kareem is like, yeah, it feels fair, right? Like it's like what what I feel about someone who ints, you know, what I really think describes them is righteous. What do you guys think about that? I think it it makes sense. I think you know it's league like i mean in the context of league like it's a team game there's like 10 people playing and there's so many factors that determine the results but at the end of the day like if you want to single-handedly decide the result for your whole team you can you could literally just leave the game or you know buy mobies and run it down mid um so it's like you're taking all the control away from everyone else and like it's it's you have all the control right like you you basically just decided everybody's fate um for better or for worse <laughs> and so i don't know maybe like i mean you're the expert but that's i don't know maybe that's kind of in parallel with with what you're saying maybe maybe not search has what do you think um honestly i don't know <laughs> okay but i'm, I'm gonna stick with what boy boy said yeah, so so I think there's something really important here, right? So like, let's forget about the term righteousness for a second, but I think there's something about taking control when control has been taken away from you. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Mm, I think somewhere along the way, this game stopped being um, team-focused in the way that people view it and became a lot more individual-focused. Uh, when people queue up, and that kind of removed the idea that sometimes uh, there are going to be circumstances where it's actually not good to contest an objective or to make a play. Um, and that, in turn, like leads to those events, those unfavorable events, and then that leads to the behavior that comes with that. If that makes sense. Can somebody help me understand that? Yeah, no, I think it does make sense. Um, everyone, it was kind of like the first thing we like were talking about too. Like, it's everyone wants to be like, it's like you're playing Skyrim or something. Like, you go into a game and you're just like, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to win. Like, I just watched like, you know, this pro player or like, tarzan like jungle like oh i know exactly like how to like 1v9 this game and then like oh this like this and then they go for something and like they don't get the help or they they mess they mess up or they want to like find something else like you know it's just it's just figuring out like the why did it go wrong why was it not me and some people some people will be like oh that was my bad like they'll learn from it they'll improve as a player like that's really good but i think it's kind of meta at least it has been in the community to like yeah it's all about you like how who can i blame if 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 it's not going the way i want if the game's going to be hard or like a little bit arduous for my personal pov maybe like maybe it's worth just like giving up like let's just open like running it down like whatever the way you want to like like kind of kind of deal with that feeling i guess um and it like everyone has their own way of of dealing with it like for me if i'm jungling and i want to go for scuttle and their lanes collapse and i lose it or i die like I'm not going to run the game down because it happened. Some people will, some people won't, some people will keep playing their best. Like, but just from, from my perspective, I'll just be like, okay, that sucks. But like, what can we do from here? Like, 
how do we play this game out? Because I, I really think most Soliki games are winnable. And that's why I try to like encourage my teams to like never give up and like play it out and focus on like what win conditions that we can find, even if it's like a small chance, right? Like I've gotten flack for this over the years, but like, yeah, if, 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 if you start off a game with like a 50% chance of winning and like your regular ELO and then things are going poorly and then it turns out, you know, you're really behind and maybe it's a 10% chance. A lot of people would just like want to go next immediately. And I've, I'm not saying this is correct, but this is like how I've always approached it. Like I want to play for that like 10% chance of like winning the game usually, um, which is like very far gone from like, giving up as soon as you lose like the first thing, thing that you're fighting for which is like a scuttle cover or whatever which is maybe the percent chance to lose the game after that went down by like a f- like two or three or something like that who even knows like one percent like I, i'm not i don't know exactly but i don't know it's how did it's the meta of, mm. sorry how did the meta become that way uh, uh i think oh sorry, sorry. Uh, no all no, you okay i think over time like i think I think lots of it has to do with Riot. I think like it's just it's just we've been like I know Boy Boy did like the, the video on the stairs like asking for help and stuff. But like we've been doing that for years. Like, years. We've been talking like directly, like one on one and like in person and stuff. Like the toxicity, like people like believing games and stuff. Like this has been happening for ages. And I think like we've been waiting for so long and it's just never really happened i think something which is like yeah like kind of lost the hope right to like all these issues so it's just kind of spiraled out of control it feels like mm-hmm. yeah I agree, I agree with that 100 what is this video you said video on the stairs <laughs> oh <laughs> what does that mean uh, i mean it was, boy, you can, like, you can... it was it was yeah it was just a, it was like a vlog i did talking about solo queue and league and how riot hasn't like done anything and for years and how the systems just keep getting worse um and people are just like abusing it and like there's no consequences and stuff so it was based it was basically asking like riot to like fix shit and and help us right um because I, I do think a lot of the blame is on riot you know like their system has been broken for like so long and if you like we're talking about people like why people in like this kind of stuff but like if you go into a game and you just like start running it down like you should get punished for that. You shouldn't be able to like just queue back up and go into another game and do the same thing and ruin like, you know, nine other people's experience. But like for so many years, like that's just, it's like you, people, people literally have like ran down like 50 games in a row and like even their automated t- t- detection systems haven't done anything in a lot of cases. So it's just, it's been like a pretty big problem for, for a while now. So yeah, like the stairs thing was just me sitting down, like doing like a, like a vlog talking about, and like asking right to help because like we've been saying the same things for so many years and um at least that video like a lot of people like resonated with the message and like shared it and and riot like you know watched it and and responded and stuff like that but i mean it's we're still far from like a good system but they say um you know um uh yeah they i mean they 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 said like yeah we've, we've been working on stuff like we hear you guys like all this stuff and they've been posting like more consistent updates about like how they're approaching like the systems and toxicity and like you know fix like improving their automated system um all this kind of things but yeah i mean obviously it takes time um i don't think anyone expects it to like but it's been, it's been like a problem for like so many years but with that said like it does take time but um yeah i don't know hopefully hopefully like you know going into next season there there'll be a 
more robust system, I guess, and some of the problems can be addressed, but I, I don't really know. Like I, it's kind of like a wait and see thing at this point. So, so pardon my ignorance, but, um, and does anybody else want to, uh, bounce off of what Roy boy said? I want to give people a chance, but I had a couple of like general questions about league. So, so like, mm -hmm. do, does league have a report system? Yeah, but it's yes. the most flawed, um, system ever it is what, useless what do you mean by flawed how is it flawed it's flawed in that punishable behavior isn't punished or okay. very rarely is like there have been so many instances where there was blatant things that are against like the summoner's code or whatever that have been reported but not punished and then there are uh, like on the complete end where uh, on the complete other end where there are things that shouldn't like be seen as serious get punished hmm. i think like, th this, yeah and and is there anything like you guys know what the a concept of the behavior score in dota no you no. guys heard about this Okay. No. So Dota actually has a pretty interesting thing, which they implemented a couple of years ago. I mean, some people complain about the system. Generally, experience my, generally speaking, my experience with it has been pretty positive. So you have this thing called a behavior score that goes from zero to 10,000. And generally speaking, I don't know exactly how. It's like on the back end, you don't really know. I don't know how your behavior score changes. But if you have a high behavior score, you get paired with other people with a high behavior score. And what I tend to find is since they implemented behavior scores, generally speaking, in my games, I've been very surprised by like when I fuck up, people will be like, hey, man, that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, and I also hear that there's an absolute cesspool of like low behavior score people. So like, for example, if you disconnect from a game, you get put into something called low priority queue, which means they take all the, re like, all the degenerates. And they stick them in games. And literally what can happen is you can get stuck in low priority queue. Because everyone is inting all the time. And it's just like constantly like all the ragers just being paired with each other. Mm -hmm. And how do you and get out of that if you decide that? You have to finish all you have to do. It's oh. like fucking jail. I kid you not. It's like purgatory. You have to like, like complete five low priority queue games. Or something <laughs> like that. And and I've never, I've never, I mean, I've always been curious, but I've never been in a low priority queue game before. <laughs> and and so I'm I'm afraid to go in because I'm afraid I'm never gonna be able to get out. But I, I think it is kind of interesting that like, you know, they have implemented things and generally speaking, like people are pretty positive in in the games that I play. I mean, there's still people who are upset and stuff, and I think in Dota, you know, you're not locked in for 25 minutes, it's 45 minutes, baby. <laughs> it's it's damn near an hour and and so that's that's really painful and you can't surrender in dota there's no concede button which which also is kind of an interesting design choice um but I, I, yeah what do you guys think about that um i think it's like i think it's a good idea i mean very rarely do i get in a game where everyone's positive like very rare. I probably like one game every month and I play like 10 games a day or more. So it's very rare. But when we, when you get in those kind of games, even when you're losing, 
your whole team is so positive. They, everyone just has fun about it. They're like, oh, we're losing. And we just like <laughs> start playing around and, you know, have fun losing. And that's like the kind of, you know, kind of games I want to play daily, you know, to make, have more enjoyment playing league. Hmm. Yeah, I would yeah, rather. Those... Oh, no, you go, oh, Daniel. Right. Right, uh, those systems typically only work for like lower rating just because there's more people playing. So yeah. you'll, you'll actually find a match with actual like the amount of positive people. Uh, once you reach hard, hard, I'm pretty yeah, low the pool rating. players is lower. So yeah, um, I, I imagine like maybe if they implement that, you take like hours to find a game. Yep. So probably why they don't do it. Yeah. Uh, that's, I was going to say something um, related to that too. So I don't think Riot would do something like that because of that problem. And also like, I mean, like they tried with, with like the whole honor system. Right. But the thing with the honor system that Riot implemented, like what ends up happening is usually people just honor like it's like you can honor for like like I think it's like shock calling, like what are, what are the other ones, guys? Like I don't even know, like G like, like staying positive and yeah, like a good game. Yeah, like having like it's like a, there's like a heart one. And then I don't know. I for me, like I just at this point just default like people that like e even like yeah, I I don't think anyone uses the honor system for like the way it was designed. People just usually just be like, Oh, who like popped off the hardest kind of and they just honor them. So if you have like a high honor level, it's usually just like, oh, you just probably like carry like a decent percentage of your games. Um, so but it's kind of weird. It's called honor and like there's like rewards tied to it. Like you get like little skin capsules and stuff like that. But it doesn't really help in like the sense that like incur. I, I don't think it really encourages like those kind of behaviors or like makes the community truly better. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I don't have like the numbers like that, but it never felt like it really uh did anything productive at least from my perspective yeah would you guys describe the league community as toxic yes yes yeah, yeah. majority of it probably really so you guys this isn't yeah. like a vocal minority kind of thing he sounds so surprised no, no. It, it this is like this public is wide majority. That, yeah everyone <laughs> Thinks that way. <laughs> Everyone will think of because thoughts. Why? Probably just have more bad experiences than good ones in playing a game. And like you play games for fun normally, if you play casually, you probably just ran to more bad experiences than good. Hmm. Interesting. You know, so this is kind of a random aside, but, you know, the problem with the behavior score system. So like you guys, this is going to be a random question. I have no idea if you guys have any experience with this. You know, if you have a kid who acts out. Like, do you guys know what the like? So if I let's say there are 10 kids in 10 classes that act out. Do you guys know what happens when I take all those 10 kids out of those classes and stick them in a class together? So the interesting thing is that generally speaking, if you want to rehabilitate people, you don't separate. You keep them with like, so if you take like a toxic person, so if you think about like a, you know, like if you think about alcoholics, for example, maybe this is an easier example. So if we have a bunch of alcoholics and you actually like put an alcoholic with a group of sober people, that's actually how they get sober. Does that make sense? You don't do it by like yeah. putting a bunch of alcoholics together. And I know people sort of they say, but is an, al is an alcoholics anonymous like a bunch of alcoholics together? Well, yes, but they're also sober. 
they're sober alcoholics, right? So the interesting thing, the, the downside, I think, to the behavior score system is that it actually concentrates all of the positivity in one area, which is great if you're a positive person, but also makes it hopeless for everyone else. And, and I, I, what I'm kind of curious about is, like, I mean, you guys talk about like the meta has become toxicity. And so what my question is to you guys is like, how do we change that? And I know you guys have said Riot needs to do something, so fine, but, you know, that's them. We gotta make everyone positive. How do you do that? I mean, I don't even, like, I don't even think, I don't even want, like, the whole community to be, like, like positive, like, necessarily. Just, like, I just wish people would be, like, more mellow, like, chill, like, not, like, you know, so just getting so hyphy and like vicious on each other for like, you know, maybe having a bad game or, you know, playing poorly or, or whatever, like, you know, whatever their percept perceived like offenses. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's just so easy to to tear people down, whether you're playing a game or like watching a stream or like, you know, posting a Reddit comment or like a YouTube comment, like whatever. Like, I, I know this is like it's the Internet. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of. I mean, you're asking, like, what can we do about it? Like, it's just, I, I just, it's just hard when, like, you, a lot of places that you look, it's like, there's so much negativity and, you know, it can be draining over time, even if it's not even directed at you, right? Just yep. seeing it, like, so consistently. Um, and honestly, I have no idea, like, like I said, you know, just, I feel like trying, like, on our, on our like, we're just like, we're just like a few streamers, right? Like, people... I'm sure there's a lot of people watching this or like, you know, might hear like this combo that might, might, you know, be a part of people that want, want like a more chill community, like want more positivity, like less, less, you know, negative hyphy behavior. Um, but like, you know, what, what can we all do? Right. Like, that's the thing. Like it's, it just feels like, it just feels like, I'm not going to say like, like, for example, I've been sorry. I'm like saying like a lot and stuff. Um, I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out like where I'm going with this, but it's like I've been streaming for like 10 years almost like league. And I feel like I've always tried to, you know, set a good example and like do my best. Not like, not like being fake. Like I'll get mad. I'll like, I'll, I'll be like this guy literally through the game. Like I'll call people out, but like, I've just tried my best to like not be the, the things that, you know, I feel like really tear me down or tear other people down that I see sometimes in the community. And it just feels like all, I, I just feel like at the end of the day, like, what did I really accomplish? Like, it just feels like there's so much overwhelming, like, negativity around. And it feels like there's nothing I can really do on an individual level or, like, you know, we can really do to, like, change that. Um, that's, that's honestly, like, like Danny said, it's like a hopeless war. Like, I'm not saying I, like, I've, like, given up or anything like that. But it really just feels like, like, I have, like, we have, I have no clue, like, what we could possibly do to, like, like change, change that. It's like we're waiting, waiting for reinforcements, but all we get is like little Timmy, little wagging little sword in the back. But some key fragments. No. Yeah, where's the, where's our help? <laughs> yeah, what I'm hearing is that positive league players are an endangered species. Yes, I, sir. I get the sense. I mean, this hopeless war analogy of like you guys are like you know stalwart warriors falling one at a time. And every time one of you falls, you like look behind you to see if reinforcements coming and no one's coming. 
It sounds pretty bleak, to be honest, guys. Sounds hard. Um, again, I like I I'm not sitting here pretending to be a very, very positive person. I'm not. And I I cool. also don't think that it's realistic to think that there is a day that's going to come where the majority of the community is going to be positive. Um however, I think like with the like it it it's undeniable that it has been a downward spiral because a few seasons ago it was never the way that it is today so i, I i'm just so curious as to what happened there must have been like this it's like a a community but it's, it's also like a culture in a way where it's become normalized to be toxic and uh like I, i'm not sure where that comes from uh, maybe it's just from the fact that most people don't play this as a job and they just um, queue up for a game of League to like escape or lash out or whatever the case may be. But I just wonder, like, I I'm really not sure how it got to this point. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I think that's a fascinating question. I sometimes wonder, so pretty much like uh, there are big trends that are happening. So I, sometimes I wonder if the trends that we see in gaming have nothing to do with Riot or the actual games. They have to do with the people. In so what has happened to people's lives over the last three or four years? Generally speaking, one thing that we know is that mental illness has now surpassed heart disease and cancer and is now number one in the United States for what we call morbidity and mortality, which means that like, the burden of disease is now worse. So we're number one. So something is going on with people's minds in general, like across the developed world. Probably also true in like third world countries or developing countries as well. But generally speaking, like people's minds are becoming more toxic. And I wonder if, if that has something to do with it. Like I think there are big macro trends. I do think that I'm not ready to give up hope yet. And I know that you guys, and that's probably because I'm new and naive. And I'm Timmy with the hoop little sword. Because <laughs> I just, I just hey, don't we're know. We're little Timmy, though. Huh? We got to train little Timmy, though. That's Sure. <laughs> so maybe little Timmy needs to learn how it is. But I have a couple of, like, crazy thoughts. I mean, so I think the first is that I think we can understand as a community, like, how um where like tilt comes from and i think we have to understand that like tilt the reason that tilt happens and the, the reason that there's so much toxicity is because like, i think it feels good right like like we said earlier i know it sounds kind of bizarre but being positive is going to wipe you out in four hours raging at the oh. internet is like something that you can sustain for hours on end and i don't quite understand why that is or how that is i think part of it feels like very validating or resonant for lack of a better term, like it feels right. And so, you know, you can do a lot of things that feel right. Whereas like, you know, restraining yourself, like we were talking about earlier, if you feel hopeless, if you don't want to display your negativity, that comes at a cost. Whereas like letting loose, and I think it kind of goes back to what Kareem was saying earlier about, you know, you can rage when you lose or you can learn. And Kareem, why do you think, why don't you think people Pick learn. 
Mm, I think either because they don't want to learn and play the game casually, or because it is the harder like route to take. So what makes it harder? And this kind of comes back to what Danny was saying about perspective, right? So mm -hmm. Danny was saying, like, if people can get perspective, they don't tilt. So right. what makes perspective hard? Why don't people have perspective? Just do something different. I'm sorry? It, you got to do something different. Like, learn that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you like, uh, like I'll say again, like, they, they just fall into the same routine that they don't want to change or do anything different because it's just easy. Easy what, to do the same thing. What makes it easy to do the same thing? Because you know it. You, you know what to do. You, you feel comfortable doing it because you're, you're in your zone. You don't want to step out of that zone. Yeah. You're not really challenging yourself and putting yourself in a position to fail, I guess, when you're doing the same thing that you know. You're putting other people in a position to fail. Because fuck yeah. them. If you're going right. to fail, they're going to fail too. Yeah. Right? If I'm diving... I'm diving the top tower. Your ass is coming with me. <laughs> if I'm going to have a bad game, you're going to have a bad game. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it. So like here are a couple of, I mean, do you guys have anything else? Like I, I feel like sort of, I have a couple of conclusions to share with you guys. I'm just curious what you think. And I, I wanted to sort of give you guys some chances to respond or, or tell me I'm an idiot. And tilt. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think yeah. I've learned a lot from what y'all have to say. And I'll start with this once again. I've said it two or three times already. But the first thing is that it it blows my mind how parallel what you guys are describing is to actual real life. And it kind of starts with this idea of expectation. Right? So, like, I'll give you guys just, like, a real life example. Let's say I'm smart because that's what we are as gamers, right? We're smart. And then we go to school and we've been smart. So like I, I've, I've gotten straight A's through the sixth grade. And then seventh right, you grade. You don't have to flex on us. Huh? <laughs> I say you don't have to flex on oh, us. Oh, straight A's through the sixth grade is flexing now? <laughs> <laughs> and and so, so I go to the seventh grade and I find that I get a B. And then what does that mean about me being smart? What do you guys think? It threatens it a little bit. Absolutely. So how do I get an A? What do I have to do now in seventh grade? You got to study. And what is, work harder. what does studying say about me being smart? You're not as smart as you thought you were. You're damn right. It's interesting, <laughs> right? So what I need to do actually threatens who I am. I'm stuck. I'm screwed. Paralyzed. Because if I study, I'm not smart anymore. And if I don't study, I'm going to get a B and I'm not smart anymore. So what is the only way I can preserve my intelligence? You guys know? Not studying. And, and still. And what? And still, and still getting A's. Nope. Oh. It's actually <laughs> a stop trying. Yeah, you just don't even get tested or whatever. You don't even... Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you you, leave you just don't you just don't want to see the result. Absolutely, it. you're damn right. I just say, oh yeah, I don't care about learning English. I read Dostoevsky in my free time. I don't need to read this middle school shit. 
you denigrate it. And then it's okay to get a B because you're smart. So it starts with an expectation. I don't know how exactly that translates into league, but I think there's something in there about not learning and not getting better. It's the easy road, right? Kareem was like, it's hard to learn. Danny's like, it's hard to change who you are. So these people preserve who they are because it's easier. So I'm going to be bronze and call everyone else a shitty. Bronze is a rank in league. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm going to stay bronze and I'm just going to call everyone else shitties. So I think there's something there. The second thing is like, oh man, GG go next. Oh God, if there's one problem in our society right now, it's GG go next. Because this is what we do. Like people who are stuck at home, they wake up one day and they're like, yeah, today I'm going to learn how to code. And they load up league. And then what happens after one hour is they tell themselves GG go next. And you know what next is? It's tomorrow. And then they wake up tomorrow and they're like, today I'm going to learn how to code. And they play one game and they say, GG, go next. Right? It's it's like the first five minutes when you lose the scuttle, you give up on the game and you're like, GG, go next. I want it to be perfect. Otherwise, it's not the game that I had envisioned. Oh, shit. Like coding turns out that it's like it's way muddier and it's not the expectation that I had. Like I knew what I wanted to do this game. I was going to be a Tarzan or whatever. And I was going to own everyone 1v9 and someone ruined it for me. So fuck that. Expectation. And we have expectations for our rise from the shittiness of our life. Right? We're going to be transformed. And like some people are like, I'm going to be the next boy boy. I'm going to be the next positive streamer. I'm going to be the next Kareem. I'm going to be the next XYZ. And I'm going to become a big league streamer. And then when things don't go their way, when they start streaming for like two or three days and they they have like 30 viewers, they're like, ah, screw that. Like it's easier to say GG go next and give up than it is to actually like try to learn. And that kind of gets to this issue of like, you know, what are our choices? Either we rage or we learn. And there is something really, really awesome about raging and giving up because it feels good. It just feels really good. It feels really good to say GG go next. And I thought it was really interesting. So if you guys listened to Kareem's words, he said, it feels good, but you know it's not the right thing. And I think there are a lot of people on Twitch who do things because they feel good and they know it's not the right thing. Like, you know you should stop playing League after one game and like maybe learn how to code. But there's that voice in all of us that's like, it's not the right what I'm doing is not the right thing, but I want to do it anyway, because it feels good. So then the question is, why do you get that? Is this okay? Am I just ranting? Am I losing you guys? No, no you're great. No, that's good. good. That was okay. really good. It was awesome. Okay. So then we get to like, okay, so then why is that? And I think it's beautiful because you guys gave it to us like in the first five seconds of stream. Ego. Right? If we think about like, like where does ego go into this? I think a lot of toxicity comes from ego. A lot of toxicity comes from this idea that like, like I'm intelligent, like I have this identity is I'm very smart. Look at how five head I am. And the more that we attach ourselves to that identity of I am this way, like the more we get to this bass backwards sort of situation where like I get a B in class and I'm relegating myself to B's or C's or D's or dropping out for the rest of my life. 
because that's what GG Go Next looks like. For the people who are 23 and living at home and watching Twitch all day, I love you guys, but your problem started when you started saying GG Go Next. So the really crazy thing that I had never envisioned before is that an antidote to this problem of all places is League of Legends. This is the really crazy thought. And I'd never really thought about this until this moment. But the way you guys are describing League of Legends makes me think that if you can take a toxic player and transform them in League of Legends, the same formula is what's necessary to transform your real life. Because it's the same shit. It's ego. It's expectation. It's perspective. What does perspective mean? Perspective is something that I would call attachment. You are one in the game. Your identity is lost in the game. It's not just a game. It's everything. For that person in that moment, League is everything. And you fucking asshole, you took my scuttle, you're taking everything away from me. And so how do you cultivate that perspective? Right? Because some of you guys are able to do it, but it's like really hard. And even in your case, boy, boy, I think you could bet everyone can benefit from perspective. When you have 100% perspective, you guys know what we call that or what people, what another term for that is? And it's kind of a weird open-ended question. When you have like 100% perspective all the time, that's what Buddha called enlightenment. Distance from the thing that you are doing. The ability to recognize that all of your emotions that get wrapped up in that is not a real thing, but it feels so real in that moment. It's being able to take distance from it and saying, like, that's just the game. And what Buddha realized is that life is actually just one big game, and you don't have to get bent out of shape. That life can do crappy things to you, but this is a big revelation that he had. Most of what sucks about life is what we do to ourselves when life does something to us. Like, because the damage doesn't come when we get a B. The damage comes the way that we respond to the B. When I lose Scuttle, I haven't lost a League of Legends game. What causes me to lose the League of Legends game? When I run down mid. And this is the shocking thing that I don't think people get is that most of what's ruining their lives is not the scuttle. It's the fucking running down mid. And this is where things like you guys, I know y'all are hopeless, but this is what gives me hope. I know it sounds crazy. You may not have control over the scuttle, but you actually have control over running down mid. And so you can actually win that game. In fact, it's probably pretty, your chances are like maybe 51, 49. Or like 49-51, like not in your favor after losing a scuttle. But the way that we respond to what life gives us is ultimately what determines whether we win or we lose. And that's like really, really bizarre, but I refer back to the studying example. Because getting a B, it's like weird, but we get on this trajectory of like throwing. And we just throw at life. And then we feel hopeless. But here's the crazy thing. Like, so let me ask you guys, when someone loses Scuttle and starts running down mid on a scale of one to 10, 10 being completely hopeless and one being having all the hope in the world, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Oh, in the game? No, like, like on a scale of hopelessness. In the context of the game? or like Yeah, in, like... in the context of the game. Oh, I mean, like, 
hope like hopeless i guess absolutely right yeah so but but the, the funny thing there is it's the hopelessness which causes them to run down mid it's the hopelessness which causes us to not act Mm. But the crazy thing is that the hopelessness is like kind of false. Like we know that in the context of League of Legends, right? Yeah. Like you're not actually like what the fuck, man? You just lost a hundred gold item. Like we can still dumpster these shitties. Just play the fucking game. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we do because once we feel hopeless. Then we don't see, like in that moment, we're not able to see. And what is it that lets us see? Danny Lee, baby. Perspective. Perspective. Hey, take a step back, man. And this is the other thing that Buddha taught. Expectation leads to attachment. Attachment leads to suffering. I'm like, I shit you guys not if you guys go back and you read the Pali or the Sanskrit. It's, it's exactly what you guys said about League of Legends. When I go into the game, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to the top scuttle first or left scuttle or right scuttle, whatever, one of the scuttles. I'm going to beat the other jungle player to it. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to get the bottom scuttle too. And then I'm going to be 200 G up and buy this item. I'm a gank mid. We're going to roll these fuckers. Expectation, attachment. Now I'm going to leave you guys with one other question. Who is more likely to, to tilt? The person who goes 2-0 and in a game or the person who goes 0-2 in a game? I think it depends on the player themselves. Okay. It's rough. Because, like, I mean, there's games where I'll be, like, I'll be, like, 10-0, like, hard smurfing, and then, like, I'll make one mistake and, like, we'll lose, like, an objective or something, and I'll feel really bad. I'll be... I'll actually be like pretty tilted but i mean i can still bounce back and there'll be games where i'm just getting camped and i'll be like oh and five but i know we can win and i know that like you know the jungler's perma top we're getting stuff on the other side of the map like you know it's it's like a balance like and there's some games like i'm just i'm just like completely neutral and i'll be tilted like pretty hard sure. and i know it, it's like a pretty big spectrum for everybody i agree I it's think- so yeah go ahead I think it's a lot more likely for the O2 to turn into an O10 than for the 2 to turn into 2-8. Not in that the 2 might not be tilted. They might be tilted, but still continue to try. But once you're 2 there's or once you're O2, there's that level of hopelessness that settles in. And the more you die, the worse it gets. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep. So like yep. if you go O and 2... So I, yeah. I think that there's a subtle thing there. Did somebody, I'm sorry, did somebody else want to say something? Oh, okay. Oh, right. So, so I, I think that there's a, there's a really interesting thing there, right? So I, I hear what you guys are saying. I think it is like kind of a, a simple, I mean, it's a complex, it's a complicated issue that I'm trying to turn into a simple question to illustrate a point. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely know people who go 0 and 2 who feel super fucking tilted. Because what was supposed to happen? I was supposed to go 2-0. They're supposed to be 2-0. Right? And so here's the crazy thing. Uh, So most of the chat seems to think that 2-0 is more likely to tilt. And why is that? I think it's because once you're 2-0, what do you expect to happen for the rest of the game? You expect everything to go in your favor? Absolutely. So when you're 0-2... Absolutely. When you're 0-2 and you get a kill... 
How do you feel? Feels Relieved. good. Get a mm-hmm. shutdown. Okay. When you're oh, when you're two and zero oh and you die, how do you feel? Like you just threw. Absolutely right. So it's about expectation. Expectation is key. What do you expect every day when you wake up? And the more that you expect, the the closer you are to the thing. I don't know how else to put that. I don't know if that makes sense. And then you lose perspective. And the more that you can separate yourself out, the less, the more expectation will melt away. You can see like there's no, expectation is about being invested. Does that make sense? Like I can expect certain things to happen, but they're not going to bother me unless I'm invested. I can go into a game and I can be like, okay, I should win because this is a favorable matchup. But like, maybe I won't. And then you do well. And so the crazy thing here is that when, when, we, when it comes down to it, I think that like, okay, how to wrap up. So like, let me just try to piece this together. So I see, I see a lot of this stuff around expectation and perspective of gaining perspective. And I also see like some themes where I get that you guys are hopeless, but I don't, I'm not hopeless. And that's probably just because I haven't played enough League of Legends. And, and the reason that I'm not hopeless is I think that you guys are hopeless for the same reason. I think there's some common element, although your situation does sound genuinely, are we dropping? What's going on? I think Boy and Danny just DC'd. GG? Yeah, <laughs> go next, yeah. <laughs> GG, go next. Next stream, <laughs> GG Discord. GG. There's lots of talk of GG, go next. <laughs> <laughs> we lost, boys. <sighs> anyway, I forgot what I was saying. Did you guys, y'all remember? Sometimes I just start going uh, and I don't remember exactly where I was. I do that nope. too. I mean, we, we cut out, so I don't I, know. I was, I was listening intently, but then... Was... Yeah, you were here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening, but... Okay. Anyway, I don't, I don't know what I was saying, but okay, let me try to get it back. So I was talking to you guys about like expectation, right? So that the, the, yeah. the reason that the 2-0 person tilts is because they have an expectation that they're going to continue to dumpster. And it's that expectation that actually screws them. Because the second that you, you tell yourself like, oh, I'm, I got this shit. I got this shit on lock. That's the moment that you open yourself up to tilt. And if it's sort of like, hey, I've got an advantage. Let's see if we can turn this into a 3-0. But maybe they'll compensate. And by the way, like I'm worth way more because now I'm on a kill streak. Right. So there's like there's like a rubber band mechanic built into the game. This is definitely not unlocked. Let's see if I can dumpster these shitties. So there's a big difference between I'm going to and let's see if. Anyway, this kind of gets back to the sort of the last issue of like, what do we do about toxicity in League? And I, I hear that, you know, hopefully Riot does more. They're working on it. Sounds like pretty cool and hopeful. At the same time, I would be careful about underestimating your own impact. So one of the things that you kind of learn as a therapist is that oftentimes you don't realize like how helpful you are. Like if I if I'm working with someone who's got bad depression and they come into my office every week and they're like depressed every week, what am I going to feel like? Am I going to feel like I'm doing a good job? Maybe not. So sometimes the most important thing that you can offer someone 
is like your constancy in the face of hopelessness. So I cannot underplay how important it is that you guys do what you do. Because there's like, there's a lot of victory in overcoming hopelessness. There's something like wonderfully noble about standing against it anyway. Right? So you guys are on the front lines, everyone except for Kareem. So Kareem just doesn't apply to you. A little bit behind us. Right? So like just the fact that you guys show up day after day dealing with the shit that you deal with, I don't think you guys realize like how important that is and don't underestimate your inability to see it for the lack of effect. Because if we listen to Kareem, you know, he's kind of saying three years ago, things weren't like this. So oftentimes we as human beings don't realize how profound of an impact we have on other human beings. We don't see it, but it doesn't mean that it isn't important. And I've seen time and time and time again that all it takes is like one person to like transform something like a community. And in your case, like, I don't know exactly what's going to come from this. I find it hard to believe that anyone who's watching this stream is going to be more likely to tilt or rage at the end of the stream. I have to say that something about what you guys have shared and the perspective that we've gained is going to positively impact things in, in some way. I just, you know, I don't, I don't think what you guys say is rage inducing. I don't think it tilts people more. I think it's actually like positive and inspiring. And I, something tells me like people who are watching have to go into their league games at some point and like maybe rage a little bit less. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, it, it makes sense. Um, like I had, I, you know, sometimes I get, you know, hate mail or hate messages. People will just hate on me for some no reason. Like I haven't done anything to them. I'm very positive and stuff. So I have, I don't see why they hate me. That's why and they, they hate would you. just. Oh, okay. Hmm. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but keep going. I didn't mean to derail you. Oh yeah. Um, usually, you know, I just ignore those kind of messages but um i did respond to one I, I i said i don't know why you hate me but i hope the best for you and it was crazy because he responded back in a it's like why are you requesting the best for me like i'm making like I'm, i hate you and all that stuff but wow man thank you and he started being more positive so i was like oh okay well that's cool i think you got lucky there bro I, I know, I got the, yeah. one, the one person I responded to. <laughs> no, but I, I think, so So, do, does anybody have any idea why so many people hate Chris? Yes, let me know, guys. Why do you hate me? No, there's no way. Why do you guys think people hate him? Or, or I shouldn't say so many people. I should say the ones that hate him a lot and take the time out of their day to DM him. Why do you guys think that is? And I think like maybe trying to spread like a positive message or at least a different message in their eyes that like how you're thinking is like different from theirs in a sense you're telling them they're wrong or mm -hmm. in a way I think. Yep. It's terrifying. So like, let me ask you guys a question. We're going to go back to the sixth grader who's now in seventh grade and got to be on a test. 
and who's debating between do I stop studying or do I study and then therefore I lose my smartness. And then like the person that that, who does that person hate the most? It's the person who they perceive as smart, who they one day find out has been studying. Right. So I think I think, Chris, the reason that people send you hateful messages is because if they had chosen differently, they could have been who you are. They see themselves in you. The thing that inspires, in my opinion, the most vitriolic hate is when you see the person that you are making the choice that you didn't make. Because hmm. that's hard. The most engaging to the ego. Because I can't tolerate that. Because if Sanchez does it, that means that my entire life has been a lie. Maybe it's because of the champions you spam. Yeah, people <laughs> like Sanchez. <laughs> Fucking... People watch uh, Chris's stream, and then as a result, they're picking cinched in my games, and they're losing. Yeah, I mean, so fuck you. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm trying to teach them the right way. So any any kind of we've been running at it for close to you know, like an hour and a half or so, a little over. You guys have any like thoughts or questions? Um. Well, I guess what you, what you said about how we do have an impact, even if we can't always see it. Um, yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely like appreciate and understand that. Like, when, like I'll, I'll get message, I'll get like hate messages, but I'll also get like you know positive message from people. Who'd be like, hey boy, like just like watching your stream, like just seeing like you know how you how you are in game and like how you don't give up and just keep trying and 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 try to like rally your team up and stuff like it it helped me out like not only in game but also like in like other aspects of life which i i personally um i don't i don't really understand because like for me it's like pretty easy to like think about win conditions in league and like know like how we can come back in a game even if it's losing and stuff like that but like you know translating that like you're like you were talking about how like we can like have an example for like real life like translating it to my own life it's like a lot harder right like i think in league like i can all it's really easy for me to, like be positive because i understand the game and i understand like how we can win like what are the options like if it's hopeless then i'll be like all right well maybe we lost this but like in life it's just it's just so so much of a mystery right and there's just so many unknowns and like so much that it's not like a game like in league where like the rules are voiced What's the difference between real life and league when it comes to you? Um, I I don't I don't know. That's that's really hard, actually. Sorry. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird ass question. Does it? Does anyone even understand the question? I get it, but I, I think it's such a like a like a special case. I, I think uh, like Voy has put in his life into the game, 
So league in a way has become his life. You're damn right. Yeah. So he says life is so much harder. And that's because boy has dedicated a decade of his life to understanding league. Mm -hmm. And boy, how much of your life have you dedicated to understanding life? Uh, probably stopped about a decade ago, if I my calculations are correct. No, <laughs> so I not think exactly, the, but the yeah. Only reason to me that it is harder than league for you is because you have taken, and I know this is going to sound weird and evoke memes, but you have taken your massive intellect and dedication and you have put it into one thing for a decade. And then you're saying, oh shit, this is so much easier than this other thing. Well, no fucking wonder, man. That's because you've been investing in it for a decade. <laughs> yeah, when you feel like that. <laughs> I feel so like, like... <laughs> let me explain something to you guys. Life is not actually harder than games. The big difference is we just don't fucking practice one. Like, we don't think about it. We don't try to improve. We don't do replay analysis. We don't watch streamers. Think about someone that you know that's good at life. Think about someone that you know that's good at league. How do you learn from the league player? You watch their fucking stream. How do you learn from the person at life? You don't. If they try to have a conversation with you, you run for the hills. Oh shit, he's good at life. I'm a reject who plays LOL all day. I can't interact with him. Like, this is the thing that blows my mind. Like, I've literally taken, like, these, like, cases. So this is, like, something. So I was in a class at Harvard Business School, okay? And I had this case for a bunch of fucking, there were 100 physicians in a class at Harvard Business School. And they gave me this case study, which is, like, a complex problem. It's, like, a 16-page thing about optimizing revenue in a urology clinic. I took... I took this case to a group of my gamer buddies and I was like, what do you guys think about this? They work on it for a day. Tell me what they think. I go into class the next day and they're like, what do people think about the case? I raise my hand and I say what my gamer buddies told me. Professor is impressed. Just turn your focus. It's about your attention and your focus. Think about the way that you play the game of League. Think about all of the struggles that you go through, all the energy you expend in streaming. And you don't expend a fraction of that in the rest of your life. So, like, no wonder you suck at it. But it doesn't mean that you suck. You suck at it. You're not bad. You just haven't invested in it, bro. Like, that's what I'm telling you guys. Like, I invested a couple years of my life into learning how I work as a human being and absolutely worth the investment. Where does desire come from? What is the nature of attachment and suffering? Who is more likely to tilt, 2 and O or O and 2? How do you work as a human being? Learn these things. I think you guys actually understand a lot of stuff. Y'all have a leg up because y'all seem to be good league players. That means you guys are, like, smart and dedicated. And if you just shift the focus... You'll be amazed at what you can learn. You guys just don't know the vocabulary. It's like, like, 
boy, boy, today has been, it feels like shit, feels like shit, feels like shit. Right? And that's just because it's like, what's, like, I, if I came to you guys and I said, you're like, hey, Dr. K, how's the league game going? And I, I'm like, I lose. They're like, why do you lose? I suck. And then I play again and they're like, why'd you lose that game? I suck. I suck. You guys realize, like, you don't lose a game, game of League of Legends because you suck, right? Like, you lose a game because of all kinds of complicated reasons, which no one understands because I just don't, I haven't spent the time with it. Oh, I don't know how to last hit. I'm rotating poorly. I bought the wrong items. I had a singed on my team. <laughs> yeah. Top yeah, cap. Singed is good. <laughs> don't hate on the singe. Right? You see how easy it is to adopt the toxicity? I don't even know who Singed is. I can hate on Singed. <laughs> toxicity <laughs> comes so natural. But boy, boy, dude, and for the rest of y'all too, and everyone watching at home, just put a fraction of what you put into League into the rest of your life, you will be amazed. Because this is the thing that people don't understand. Everyone thinks gamers suck. Like, I think gamers are the biggest untapped potential in the world today. No one gives them any kind of respect or any kind of responsibility. This entire organization was built on rejects. Healthy Gamer built on rejects. Built from people from our community. who We said, you know what? Actually, I don't care that you haven't graduated from college. We'll give you a shot. Don't let us down. And it's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so just take this dedication and look at other parts of your life, man. And you'll be amazed. You guys are badasses. Y'all are giants in the making. You guys are already giants fighting against the hopeless hordes of toxic zombies who are inting right and left at high elo, which I hear is really bad, actually, in League. You'd expect, you know, high elo to be, like, less toxic, but I hear it's bad. And y'all are awesome. And you guys are inspiring other people, whether you realize it or not. And if y'all weren't there, like, imagine what would happen. The hordes would take over, right? There's someone somewhere out there who watches your games, goes into a League of Legends game, and then decides to try to emulate you. And I think as long as you guys keep at it, you may not see the change, but I think it'll happen. Generally speaking, that's been my experience. If you study, like, you may not get a B right, you may not get an A right away, you may get a B for a little while. But you keep, keep working at it, and you'll learn how to study, you'll get better, and you'll start getting A's. Once you Can stop I ask a question? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Danny, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you wanted to say something, and then we'll get to Kareem's question. Oh, I was just saying, like, yeah, once, you know, people stop trying, I mean, we're fucked. So yep. as long as people try, put an effort, maybe other people put an effort, too. Yep. So if you try, maybe you're fucked. And if you don't try, you're certainly fucked. Kareem, you had a question? Yeah, I just had a question relating to um bettering yourself as a person and then translating that into league where we talk about the analogy of the the a student going into b what does practice or studying in that case look like for somebody who is trying to uh, better themselves mentally Someone who used to be good mentally and then finds themselves not good mentally? Or somebody that's just not good mentally and that's never been good trying to get good. So how do you get good? 
when right. it comes to your mental? Right. <laughs> it's a fantastic question. So the answer to that question is what Healthy Gamer is all about. And I can't answer it simply, but I'm going to try anyway. Right? So I think, uh, honestly, Kareem, the foundation is awareness and noticing. So the first thing to recognize is that... So too many times do people, especially within our community, equate their value as a person with a particular thing outside of themselves. First thing to understand. Just because you're bad at life does not mean you're bad. But most people don't think like that. Like, if I can't find a date to prom, what does that say about me as a human? Nothing. Incorrect. That's technically true and actually true, but what do I think about myself, Roy? That no one likes you. Not just that no one likes me, <clears throat> that I'm not worth liking. Do you guys see the difference between those two statements? Because there's an entire chasm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No one likes me. I'm not worth liking. So the first thing, Kareem, is to disidentify yourself with your problem. I'm not a bad league player. I'm just a noob. There's a huge difference between sucking at league and being a noob which I know we equate the two, right? Like even in our society and in our community, we equate the two. But lack of experience is different from like talent or value. So the first thing is that you may not, you're not bad at life. You just haven't learned how to live it. Because how have you tried? So that's, and I know that sounds weird, but that's actually the foundation. That's the first thing. Second thing is, okay, so fine. I accept I haven't learned how to live it. How do I learn how to live it? And so I'll teach you guys how to meditate in a minute. But I'd say oftentimes the, the biggest and most important foundation is awareness. So you have to understand what is going on inside you. And the cool thing is like you can do that any number of ways. You just have to pay attention. So it can be something as simple as the next time you play. So Kareem, you say you're not like these positive dickwads here. But like right. some days you're super toxic in league and some days you're less, less toxic in league. Right. Yeah. Sure. So what's the difference? Mm -hmm. The it, it just kind of depends. There are outside, um, I guess, variables. And also, depending on how previous games have gone, it's very easy to sort of get caught up on something that's happened in the past. Um, having one event in a certain game dictate the way that your mood is for the rest of your games that day okay so, so like that's of, yeah. that's a that's a decent answer but it's not nearly specific right so you say so you have vague strokes of like shit that happened in the previous game affects me in this game so then the question right. becomes if you want to get good at life you have to figure out what is it in the game that affects you what is it that carries over to the next game what is it that stays behind what has to happen for me to get from point A to point B? What are all of those variables? And getting good at life is about understanding those. A simple example. If I don't sleep well, what happens to me? Right? So getting good at life is an understanding, like, how you function as a person. And that starts with paying attention. 
So, and here's a kind of a pitch that I give to people when I'm trying to convince them to hire me for consulting. So I'll go to like a corporation or like a startup or something, and I'll say, what's the difference between a good day and a bad day? What do you guys think? So I'll go to like a hospital. I'll have a group of surgeons, like 40 surgeons in a room, and I'll ask them, what's the difference between a good day and a bad day? You fucked up in surgery today. Why? What do you guys think? I'm actually not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Do people have good days? Yeah. yeah. Do people have bad days? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? Like, let's just think about this from a surgeon's perspective. <clears throat> so you went through your training on Monday. Your training was, let's say, 15 years and one day and you make a mistake. And then on Tuesday, your training is 15 years and two days, and you do a good job. Has your biology changed? Has your brain changed? Have you lost dexterity? Do you know less surgery? Did you forget some surgery? No. Ridiculous. How can human beings, like just think about this for a second. If our cars worked like we do as human beings, no one would ever fucking drive a car. True. Crazy. And so what is this pile that we call humanity? Like, how do we work? No one understands this shit. What's the difference between a good day and a bad day? And everyone's like, I don't know, but I have good days and I have bad days. So why don't you start fucking paying attention? That's number one. The next time you have a bad day, try to like ask yourself, because this is the cool thing, is you guys can actually come up with answers if you bother to try. Think about how you guys learn, learned League of Legends. You took this thing up here, which is actually pretty badass, and you pointed it at something. And then as long as you pointed at something, you're going to figure shit out. Does that make sense? Yep. You're going to get better. You just have to point it in the right direction. How long have you spent pointing it at yourself? Not much. So point it at yourself. That's what awareness is. Why am I having a bad day today? What's the best that I can figure out? Then you experiment. What happens if I sleep? What ha how much did I sleep yesterday? Is there a correlation? Be scientific. Study yourself. And the third thing you can do is like read, right? So reading is good, but like you should use it to inform what you understand. Because the cool thing about this is you guys actually know all this stuff, right? Voy Boy knows how it feels. He knows it's draining. The reason it feels shitty is because it's draining. Why is it draining? Because as Kareem put together, I have two choices. I can rage or I can learn. One is easy and feels good. One is hard. One requires more mana. So I want you guys to think about League of Legends as like expending mana. Every time you rage, you fill up your mana bar. And every time you control that rage, you drain your mana bar. At some point, your mana bar runs out. And then what do you start doing? Raging. Absolutely. You guys know this stuff, right? So you know what they call... Mana bar in regular people speak? Willpower. Right? So every day when Boy Boy logs on, he's got a mana bar with 100 points of willpower. Every time someone puts a bounty on his ass, he loses it. It's not feeling, like sure there's feelings and stuff, but this is a principle of science. 
Boy Boy is a human being. You can only put up with so many bounties before you crack. It has nothing to do with your strength as a person, your resilience, your worth, but that's what it feels like. But as a human being, you have limits. You just don't know what they are. And Danny's got some of this shit too, right? Because he's talking about perspective. So Buddha says expectation is where suffering comes from. Then there's this third principle of it's what we do to ourselves because of what life does to us that really screws us. This is the principle of two arrows. Life shoots us, shoots one arrow at us, hits us. The second arrow is the one that we shoot at ourselves because we got hit by the first one. It's fucking dumb, but we do it all the time. Right? So like start to understand these basic principles about yourself. <clears throat> And look at yourself, and you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish. Does that answer your question? So, sort of ranted yeah. at you for a minute. Because it's a really yeah, complex no, question, but I wanted to try to give you a good answer. Mm -hmm. Other questions? Uh, I wanted to ask about <clears throat> meditation and how... Obviously, it helps, and we all know that it helps, but not to get too specific because I know it will take a while, but how it helps and how to use it um, like efficiently. Sure. That actually is not too hard of a question. So when you say how it helps, what, what kind of help are we talking about? We're talking about like tilt prevention? Right, and, and keeping that mana at 100. Okay, so keeping the mana at 100 and tilt prevention are two different things. Okay, so I know I know that sound. So let me explain. So let's talk about both of them. The first thing is one form of meditation. I'm going to teach you guys two techniques today. Um, so yeah, I'll teach you two. One is going to help you with tilt. Actually, both of them will help you with tilt and both of them will help you with mana, but their mechanisms are different. So in terms of tilt prevention, how do you feel? Like what are the emotions that you experience when you're tilting? Sad, frustrated, embarrassed, sad Jay. Okay. Right? So what do you guys think is happening to your heart rate when you're tilted? Goes up. Yep. <clears throat> Sometimes you have diaphoresis or sweating. Right? Your body is activated. You're pissed. You're angry. You're in fighting mode. Mm -hmm. So that, I don't know if, how else to say this, but that is actually governed by physiology. Does that make sense? Like there, there are hormones that are flowing through your body that actually increase your heart rate and make you feel angry. So there are some chemicals that can make you feel angry and other chemicals that will make you feel sad or calm or whatever. So the first thing is I'm going to teach you guys a, a technique called alternate nostril breathing that literally balances the two modes of your central nervous system. So your central nervous system, so we have two kinds of nervous system, a peripheral nervous system, which is all the nerves in our hands and fingers and everything outside of the brain and the spinal cord. And then we have this thing called the central nervous system, which is our brain and our spinal cord. Our central nervous system has two modes of operation. It has a yin and a yang, or a surya and a chandra, which means a sun and a moon, or what's scientifically called a sympathetic or a parasympathetic nervous system. And what that means is that our body has two modes. It has a fight or flight mode, right? So you guys can think about this as like stances, 
So we have a fight or flight stance and we have a rest and digest stance. One stance is for activity. One stance is for like recuperation. So what happens after you haven't eaten for eight hours and you eat a gigantic ass burrito? What happens to your body and your mind? Um, food coma? Absolutely. Right? So how the fuck does that work? So what is a food coma? A coma implies a mental function. You guys get that? Yeah. So what happens, Chris, in your mind after you eat a burrito and you're in a food coma? What does that mean? What does it feel like to be in a food coma? Uh, you get sleepy. Yep. So why does that happen? Because the parasympathetic nervous system is engaged. So when we eat a big meal, our body says, yo, bro, we have a lot of this food in our stomach. We're going to literally divert blood from our brain, our arms, and our legs and increase the size of our, our diameter, not size, of arteries to our stomach and our intestines to digest this food. And as a result, you literally get sleepy. It's because there's literally less blood flow going to your brain. So on the flip side, tilt is the opposite of the food coma. You feel angry, agitated. Your, your thoughts move fast. Also, your peripheral vision collapses from like 120 degrees to 30 degrees when your sympathetic nervous system is active. This is what adrenaline does. Literally, you cannot see outside the sides of your vision when you have adrenaline. Also, does it cognitively. So we see that cognitively when you're tilted, you can't consider things out here. You're just zeroing in on the scuttle. And this goes back to what Danny was saying. Perspective. You lose perspective. Literally, adrenaline causes a collapse of your peripheral vision and a collapse of your cognitive vision to only see one thing. The fucking scuttle. So there's actually a practice, which I can teach you, which will balance those two nervous systems. It'll turn one off and turn the other one on. And literally, glad you're yawning, boy boy. The other thing that it can do is it can balance the other way too. So what it really does is it balances them. So we're going to see, and boy, you should yawn. If you guys feel like yawning, you guys should just go ahead and yawn. I was going to say, I was going to say, I just didn't, I just didn't sleep much. So it's not like I'm, I wasn't like bored or anything. I'm not offended. Don't worry about it. Okay. I think if you if you need to yawn, you should listen to the signals of your body. Okay. And you may yawn more, so that's okay. So we're going to see, so I, I think it's actually useful because like if you're tired right now, let's see how you feel after the meditation practice. And you're allowed to say more tired if that's what really happens. That's okay. So the okay. first thing is to balance your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. There's another one that actually increases your mana bar, but let's start with one. Does that sound okay, Kareem? Yep, 100%. Okay, so sit up straight. Okay, so what I want you guys to do, so your back should be straight. So the simplest way to tell if your back is straight is if your knees are lower than your hips. Are your knees lower than your hips? Yeah. If they're not, you can sit on a pillow. It'll elevate your hips and it'll move your knees down, right? If you sit on a pillow. But anyway, okay. So I want you guys to do this. It's kind of complicated. Right hand, thumb out. Two fingers. If you go like this, that's totally cool. Don't worry about it. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So then what we're going to do 
thumb on your right nostril, plugging it, block it, and then breathe in through your left. Switch. So block the other nostril with the other two fingers. Yep. And breathe out. In. Switch. There you go. And out. In. Switch and out. In. Don't switch. In. Switch and out. Now close your eyes. Eyes closed. In. Switch, out, in, switch, out, and now continue at your own pace. We'll practice for about 60 seconds. Remember to breathe in, switch on a full breath and then out. And then in through the same nostril before you switch again. Go ahead and finish the breath that you're on. Let your eyes remain closed and let your hands relax. And now feel the person that you are. Take a note of how you feel. Notice that you spend a lot of your day thinking certain things, feeling certain things, and that those things may just be quieter. You're still you, but you're a different kind of you. You may also notice that fatigue could be returning. You may be feeling it more fully. It's okay too. Just notice whatever you feel. 
When you're ready, open your eyes. How do y'all feel? That was, that was really cool. I feel a lot. I felt like during and after, like a lot more relaxed. Um, I definitely like pretty tired today, but like anxious as well. And then I guess just. Yeah, doing the breathing, it was like it was nice to just like focus on that and just kind of not really worry about anything else for like a moment. So it was it was a good feeling for sure. So I'm gonna comment on what Boy Boy said for a second to teach a principle, and then I'll ask the rest of you guys. I want you to imagine how run ragged your mind is when you never give it a break. So much to worry about, so much to think about, so much to do. Your mind deserves a break from time to time, and it can feel amazing. You guys know how long we meditated? Two, like, three minutes. Two minutes. That's it, bro. Do this shit for half an hour a day, you will be a different person in eight weeks. Two minutes. You guys know why I don't teach 30 minutes of meditation on stream? Why? Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right? But the, the, what I want you guys to see is the difference in such a small time. I gave you guys a taste before we get you really hooked. <laughs> Other experiences? Um, go ahead. For me, it was just like a lot to process, just the entire little session we had. So, even to take like a step back and like get a almost get a like pull the whole thing out of a hat to like get a focus on, like only focus on that instead of spreading your focus to all the things we talked about was what I got out of it. So, this is really important. You guys know why people get stuck. It's because their focus is spread. Laser focus is what creates progress. You guys think about like y'all are generally speaking good law players, right? What's the difference between you and a bad law player? When it comes to getting good at life, I would argue that the biggest difference between people who are good at life and bad at life is spread attention versus focused attention. If we think about discipline, what is discipline? It's the restraint of your attention where you tell it to go. That's it. So if you practice spreading your attention and focusing it, you'll like literally get better at life, which is what the data suggests. Other experiences? Um, my mind feels lighter, I guess, like I was, there's a lot of, you know, things to process, like you're mentioning, cause there was a, a big topic. So I was, you know, thinking of all the stuff that you've mentioned in the past, and then after the meditation, I feel lighter and I can like take in more after the meditation. Maybe we should have started with it. 
<laughs> I'm gonna get idea. Yeah, but that's cool, right? So like, I think you guys use this word, like I, I always ask people how they feel after meditation. They say relax and it pisses me off a little bit. What you are is so much more than relaxed, bro. It's not like you just got a massage. You know, like we talk about lighterness of the mind. Like, what is that? It's actually like something very specific. Like if we hear Chris and he's kind of saying that my mind is now more receptive. It can absorb more information. Like how OP is that? Just imagine if you were studying and you were like, oh shit, I can absorb more information now after 90 seconds of this ancient Himalayan technique. And people would be like, oh shit, that's so OP. Hacks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah. So Kareem, you were asking a question, how do I get better at life? You start with things like this. You start by buffing yourself and doing things that are OP, that other noobs don't have access to. And then you crack them because you're a fucking cheater at the game of life. Any last thoughts or questions before we wrap up? Sorry, that's me over the top. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try the the 30 minutes and see yeah. how I feel. 100. percent Yeah. Yep. So, can I give you guys a suggestion? Yep. Start with two to five. So remember that the brightest candle burns out the fastest. So y'all are pumped. Awesome. Start with five. Do it a couple times a week. Don't sign up for one day. You're gonna do it every day, unless you're a pretty disciplined person and you can anchor it at some time of your day. Then fine. But let yourself, don't let your enthusiasm, try to string out your enthusiasm throughout the week. It'll work better. But by all means, go for it. When you guys are ready for lesson number two, you let me know. Okay? Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Thank you so much for having us. This is awesome. I never thought I'd learn so much about life from listening to you guys talk about League. Seriously, guys, good luck, and thank you for everything that you do, including you, Kareem. Thank you very much. You're, yeah, the, you're the Sith Lord amongst <laughs> yeah, the Jedi's. <laughs> I think that's what's actually even more powerful, because you're here, too. And if people mm-hmm. see you make a change, if Boy Boy like, turns out to be an inspirational asshole, then no one's going to bat an <laughs> eye, because that's what we expect from him. But we transform yeah. Kareem, and then, and then the world is like, oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Take care. Thank Have a good day. Right. See you guys. Yeah, how do you feel about yourself? Also, how dare you, you filthy singes picker?